Sorry about that. Um, let's jump into our first topic. What it do, baby? We back like we never left. Welcome back to the road pod. It's your man Hendo here. And oh, you 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 hit the intro, and you know, I, I love the intro. And I was like, let me check out the chat. And you know, I see people in there, you know, everybody ready for the show. And I was like, let me check my points. And that shit came back and it says zero. It's the first day of a new I month. I don't care. And though, like I have I have yet I, to receive any co-host points false, false. They're backdated for months. False. You got co-host points last month. How many? Two thousand. <laughs> I'm disgusted. We <laughs> About to strike in here. What? All right, I'll up, I'll up the points. We'll, we'll we'll figure something out. Yeah, you say that every time. But you got points last night. I don't understand what you what's going on. Like, I'm doing the things that you're asking. Well, chef, and I'm still getting yelled at. <laughs> well, I'm not, I don't. First of all, I don't yell. Uh, that's not mm. a thing that's ever happened. Listen, listen to listen to Joey. Thank you, Joey. Appreciate you, man. What's going on, Brandon? What's up, <laughs> Joey? Not that, not that one. 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 I'm just no, no. I'm just going through the chat. I'm going through the chat, and um, not the not the next one either. That next one's bullshit. I mean, what's like, going this, on? like towards the bottom. Reg, what's going on, Julian? Appreciate you for dropping through. I don't know what you mean. Like, I got to go through them first. I can't just start skipping things. What's going on, Will G? Said I'm sitting in the back of the class like the Ravens PQ and RO on Marlo after game feed. I don't even watch that clown, to be honest with you. Like he just <laughs> some of the things he say are just so out of this world. Yeah. It just makes me just like he can't be for real. All this has to be faking for camera. So what's going on, Matt? How you feeling? Appreciate you from dropping through. Brandon Buck is in the house early. You know, um, did the Cardinals win? Is that why you're here early? No, <laughs> very much not. I mean, I bet against himself. Good times, good times, good times. Appreciate you for dropping through. Anyway, Brandon E, what's going on, Brandon? Long time no see. Yes, we got it covered. Amazing. I also said you something in the private chat. My, I saw, I saw uh, that. That's why I can't. No, I just wanted to make sure. That's why, I, that's why I got on stream laughing because I saw it was like, there's just no way. Yeah. Is this what you're talking about? Ravens all day? Yes, Ravens no, all day. I said not day. that one either. I said that oh. one. BS, skip that one. No. Malik B, what's going on? What's good? Flock Chin Boo. Mr. Positivity, appreciate you coming <laughs> back. It says, what's up, Endo? And chat, great win. And Bradney as well. We got the Chef 87 up in here. Appreciate you, bruh. Who else? Who else? We got my guy, Chris. I thought Chris was going to stop through since I dropped the link in the uh, yeah. in, the, in the Twitter chat. I, it, it, was, you know, it was a hope. You should have been more specific as to what that was for. I figured that they would know. Uh, you know. 
Sometimes people like it to not know. Facts. That's true. We got Yolanda being the house. What's going on, Yolanda? We got Danity. What's going on? Yes, it feels so good to be on top of the division, which we are. Block Nation Speaks, my man DJ. What's going on? Forget that E. Because I know you want to think something. DJ is a nice dude. I like his show. I wasn't going to say nothing. Okay. Because, you know, I'm, I listen, I'm so used to it now. Whenever I see somebody else in chat spell your name wrong, I'm just like, please don't let them blow up. Please don't let them blow up. See, I, I mean, it's just disrespectful, but I mean, it's you know. I mean, I mean ain't nobody, ain't nobody in the chat talking about what a Hindu, right? They they spell your name right. No, some people spell it with a U, and they do call me Hindu, even though it's a O. When I came up in school, <laughs> O made an O sound, not a U, God unless it was two of us. That's right, hey body. Listen, let's 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 get into here what we came here for because like you said, we have to do a tight 45. I didn't, what I, said, but right. I didn't have my I didn't have my glasses on. Is that not what you said? Nah, that's not what I said. All right. <clears throat> We're here to do a tight, what was it 55? Nah, nah. All right. All right. Lower, well lower. lower. 50. All right. So we are here now streaming live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. And also for my audio listeners, I like to say. We'll be here tomorrow morning, releasing a new one. I'm back on my game. I'm back on my grind with the audio side. Just some things happening in unfortunate circumstances. My hunger has now ramped up a little bit, but let's jump into this Ravens action. What's going on? Jose, Lunch Break Hot Take. Make sure you go over there and check them news out. Dope, dope content. If you like what I'm doing, I'm just a replication of what they do. Just to a, le- a lesser scale. Nah, I don't think so. Ravens be more separate. What's going on? They saying to our stream, B. <laughs> no, we just say we say they. One person said that. No, actually, uh, several several people. Nah, several people. I don't. I don't see. I don't see Let's anybody see. else saying that. Two hour stream. Yolanda don't count. Stream. Two hour stream. You, you know, you know, by the original. They talking about their own channel. No, they we were just their own we were we were just on their stream, and they said no two hours. So that's not. How now they've changed they've had a change of heart okay now right. well, you know, next time it's going to be a two-hour stream oh all right so we starting to show off proper like appreciate y'all 20 tip from core my man Corey h saying no matter what it was it was a great team win okay i mean yeah i mean i feel that way like nah yolanda you see because you know you're talking to the third person now and that that means you definitely don't count What's up, Mr. Galloway? <laughs> I mean, Chris, you jump on. Start, oh, no. wow. it's not okay. gonna happen. No, okay. All right, well, listen. Well, the start means- of hour two means at the one hour mark. So I'll hop out. Chris can hop in, and y'all can keep it moving. Thanks. All right, we're gonna do that. So let's jump into this topic. Let's jump into these topics and get this thing going. The Baltimore Ravens defeated the Cleveland Browns twenty-eight to three in a very exciting game. Like, listen, when I tell you this game is so exciting, I started. Sweeping the floor, I started mopping. It just got to a point I lost track and forgot a football game was on. I'm not even gonna hold you. I'm not even trying to be funny. I forgot that a football game was on, and I was like, "Oh snap, they're playing!" And that's how bad this game started. But to me, what are your thoughts on this? What are your thoughts on this game? I know the Ravens aren't your team. I didn't watch oh, that. You didn't watch the game? No, I was watching the Panthers. I watched some of it. Uh, 
you know, and I, I watched the highlights more than that. So it's not a recap. Uh, okay, chef. You know, you don't have to be. I, I appreciate the thought, but you don't have to patronize me. Right, they I, were looking down. They they lost to a zero and three team. You were an even though they team. even though they got they 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 scored a touchdown on defense, <clears throat> forced another turnover. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't good. Hmm. It wasn't good. Okay. Um, Baltimore, on the other hand, you know they they got over that backup curse. They beat DTR. Uh, Lamar, outside of outside of the ball security issues, had a great day. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I need some work. I mean, we're down to the backup backups. I don't, I don't care. Next man up. That's what y'all say, right? Isn't, isn't it? Oh, you know, you, you, whenever you talk about who Baltimore beats, if they, you know, if it's a, a soft schedule or anything like that, it's always, hey, you play who's on your schedule and next man of all this nonsense. Mm-hmm. All right, man, they're all professionals. That, that's who you chose to have on your team. Ain't nobody make you have those guys. I, I mean, me at the start, I didn't choose some of them guys. Oh, well, you know. Yeah. Uh, EDC, you, you, EDC the, chose. The, the collective you. The collective me. Okay. Eric, I mean, Yes, Eric chose them. All right. And and you know, you just gotta live with it. Um not a you know, not a great run game, but I guess as a again, as a collective, you know, they they they're okay, they get the job done, mm-hmm. I guess. Uh they desperately need to get healthy. Uh which unfortunately for the Baltimore Ravens means that they I mean not unfortunately, but it, for the Baltimore Ravens means they means they need to fire everybody and get a whole new crew in there. Uh, from GM on down because it's it wasn't just Saunders, you know it's not a one man thing. It's a it's a it's a whole organizational thing. We've been saying for years they need a whole philosophical shift over there in Baltimore because they it's not it can't be it can't be coincidence that all of your players are continuously getting hurt like this. But you know, hey, they got the they got the win for today. Uh, everybody else in your division got. Caught a beat down, so it's a good day, Ravenland. Or I mean, I'm Black sorry, the same thing you said about Panthers Nation. Yeah, I know. You got two goddamn minutes left. I'll start talking about the Panthers. Yeah. <clears throat> I was, I'm trying. Listen, I'm trying to give, I'm trying to give cousin props. Like little cousins, my little cousins. I'm trying to give. Props. I told you, like you know, like the Panthers are my Panthers are my other team. I was, like I was happy. I was. You was happy though, they lost? No, you didn't let me finish. I was happy with the direction that they were going, and even though I picked the Vikings to win, I would have took that L in in the Pickens League for y'all to get that win. I mean, like, like I love the paint. Like that's that's the cousins, the little that's the little brothers. The little, you know, what I mean, that's the tagalongs. Yeah, you keep saying things like that, but like a lot of the issues that are going on in Carolina are the exact same issues going on in Baltimore. <laughs> uh, you can't protect your quarterback. Apparently, you, apparently, you still ain't got no receivers. Uh, no, I, yeah. I will say, I will say, the defense is better in Baltimore. The defense mm-hmm. is better. Uh, Carolina can't stop nobody. Uh, yeah. But you know. It's all right. Do you have a sixth-year quarterback? We have a quarterback going into you know, who played his his third game today. Is the oh. is the real difference? Yes, and I think that was an argument that was being had in Discord, and somebody was saying if other teams had certain quarterbacks, but we have Lamar, so I think that is the discernible. So we're, we're basically the same, though. We are, we are, so, except for at the most important position on the field. Yeah, but but basically the same. No. 
Like he well, didn't get that. Just basically, you know, they're identical. I mean, we got Hamilton. Y'all got Chin. Y'all got Brian Burns. Wow, what's, what's going on over there? Oh man, what is that? I don't know what is that. I don't know what that is either. You should know these things. This is your stream, <laughs> bruh. I don't know. Told you, told you some people living in here with me. I don't know, maybe, <laughs> maybe they try to communicate. I have no idea. <laughs> but Chris, yeah, I mean, so, sometimes when you're just joking, it hurts. Okay, I just want to, I just want to put that out there for you. Who me? No, Chris. Uh, <laughs> you have a six-year-old quarterback. Listen, yeah, you do. I like Bryce Young, though. Bryce, like, listen, like listen nephew. Bryce is is he's got he's got it. He's got all the ability. You can see it. Uh, yes, he does. And it's just a matter at this point of it's kind of it's just a waiting game for him to start eliminating some of the mental and physical mistakes, you know, and the and the old line to come along. <laughs> And the play calling to come along didn't really think that'd be an issue, uh, right. but also the the talent at wide receiver. But when it all comes together, he he's going to be fantastic. Um, screw y'all, Ravens fans. All right, Got I don't want to hear it no more. So, to kind of synopsize, kind of encapsulate what you're saying is we're basically the same team except for we can score points. Stop people. Uh, we can score points as well, sir. <laughs> just not as many of them. <laughs> okay. Just not as many. And sometimes right. not not offensively. All, right. All so, the time, not offensively, actually. So so speaking of you saying that we need to upgrade certain positions and yeah. not and and kind of fill on those injuries. Because listen, there's there are injuries, it seems to be every game. And there yep. were two that I wanted to go over because in, in the stream earlier with Big Rage, we were speaking about um David Ajabo and Odafe Owe. So they were asking questions Sorry, like, "What's going?" Odafe Owe. And who's the the other, the other David gentleman? David Ojabo? Do they play football? Yes, but where? At, but listen, I'm about. <laughs> I don't like for listen, for which organization. Listen, are they pros? They are very much so pro, sir. They oh. are linebackers, edge rushers for the Baltimore Ravens. And as a matter of fact, I just got a message from a uh, from a scout because, you know, my insiders would give me information from time to time, and they sent me this on what happened. And, you know, I've affectionately coined them the O&O Express. So when myself and this, and this executive correspond with one another, this is how we address them, the O&O Express. So they sent me this correspondence here to share with you all. <laughs> This is an exclusive. You will not. That's so funny. I'm not looking at no, the chat. Just, so no, just, no, I'm not looking at the chat either. Just oh, I'm sorry. This is continue. an ex, this is an exclusive. You will not get this on any other channel because yes. I don't think that they had the relationship that I have with this individual. So do not share this with anybody else. This is Got information it. I will get in trouble for sharing. I'm just saying I will get in trouble for sharing this information. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yes for all of you waiting on a pass rush the o and o express has been delayed it seems to be stuck somewhere in the cold i don't know they need to dig themselves out um david ajabo seems to be looking for help odafe always seems confused about where he's going i don't know <laughs> i don't know what to say. i don't know what what happened? So you know, I'm just 
Don't let just don't tell anybody I shared that information with you. Okay. That's all, that's all that I'm asking. It's, it's like, right in here. That's why it's rogue family. That's right. It's that's right. It's rogue family. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let me. All right. Enough joking. Now let's 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 rail, let's rail us back in and, and get serious. <laughs> yeah. Listen. Oh. Listen. I'm not gonna lie to you. I picked that particular picture for a reason. Like I searched through a whole bunch of pictures and I was like, that's the one. That's the one. And Chris, you figured it out. <laughs> All right, back to the game. Back to the game. Okay, I got like four sacks today. Enough. We did. Listen, the team was the team was amazing. So zero of them coming from the edge rushers. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know what what the expressions are about or anything like. No, because got, you always got those shots. I'm not throwing. How was I throwing shots? They got four sacks. None of them were from the edge rushers. That's that's on me. Nah, but you being smart. Man. I'm 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 throwing shots. Yeah, man. Because you saying we got all of these edge rushers and we um, I didn't invested say, all of this capital in it, and I none of them are producing. I didn't say any of that. If I recall, I asked you who those gentlemen were that you were referring to. Nobody. All right, let's jump to these stats. We have Lamar Jackson, who was 15 for 19, 186 yards, two passing touchdowns. He also had 27 yards on the ground with two rushing touchdowns. Uh, Y'all boy, Justice Hill, I give it to him. Justice Hill had a 55-yard run, but uh, your man's got called for the hold and just nullified that and took all the wind out of his sails. Didn't happen then, did it? This is factually correct. Also, we had Mark Andrews finally showing up for my fantasy team. He had five receptions for 80 yards and two touchdowns. I was about to trade him to you, Brian. I was like, I'm hey, tired. You are like, goddamn liar. I'm leaving, man. Fuck this. All right, I'm out. Well, um, excuse me for that. <laughs> Anywho, Roquan Smith led the team with 16 with 10 tackles. What is that noise? Like it's this is my computer playing tricks on me. Hey, Brian, you want to get back in here? Anyway, Kyle Hamilton also had five total tackles, five solo. He had a pass defense and interception to seal the game. I guess not to seal the game. I guess to end the game because Dorian, whatever his name is, DTR was horrible. And I don't want to take anything away from that young man. Listen, the Baltimore Ravens went in playing the number one defense in the NFL. And did what they needed to do to get this win. I know a lot of Ravens fans aren't happy. Hey, I know a lot of Ravens fans aren't happy or content with the win. Ravens fans spoiled as fuck. You you mad about a twenty five point win now? That's what you're talking about. I'm not mad about anything, sir. I'm just saying there are a lot of Ravens fans that just felt like the offense is not looking the way that it should look in Week Four of the NFL season. That's all I'm the saying. The offense is looking exactly the way Jonathan Harbaugh wants it to look. Doesn't matter. Apparently, it doesn't matter who your offensive coordinator is, uh, and that's just the way they want to play. Chenbu Ojabo got a sack. You talking about game one, and then he got hurt and only played part of game two, and then came back and then went out in game three, and now he's out for at least the next four weeks. So we're going to say that. And the one second last year, I was I was mightily confused as to what Chen was talking about. He was he was talking about you know there are a lot of people. Listen, there is there is a debate going on right now on Twitter amongst the Ravens flock. I don't know why we just can't seem to get along as a whole. 
We always fight about something. Like the Ravens Flock always has to fight something, always have to find something to fight about. And today they're fighting about we should have not picked David Ajabo and went out and got George Pickens. No shit. Now, no, this this is the crazy part. The crazy part to me is there are people saying, who is George Pickens and what has he done in this league? Mm-hmm. More than David Ajabo. Facts. Facts. That's kind of the end of the argument right there, right? You would think that it was, but they want to say, <laughs> oh, he's he would be the number four receiver on the Ravens right now. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. Who are the three? Who are the three ahead of? Of course, they don't say. You know, they just, they just like to throw. They like to throw stuff out there. They said he's mid. They said he has average numbers, even though he would have led the team in receiving last year. But it's amazing. It is, especially with the quarterback situation over there. But that's the fight that's going on. So you have your David Ajabo supporters saying, and and I think the funniest thing to me is when the people say, "Hey, if he hadn't got healthy, he'd been a first round pick." Well, guess what? He wasn't healthy. He got he, hurt he right for the draft. And he wasn't a first round pick either. He wasn't. He was a byproduct of having Aiden Hutchinson just, on one side. I'm just, I'm just, I'm super tired of hearing it. Just very, very tired. Yeah. Yeah, that's what they do to me sometimes. Then they wonder why they don't get co hosts <laughs> Yeah. Okay. You sound like the you sound like the NCAA now. And like, oh now you wonder wow. why you don't get paid. After you haven't been paying me for the past three years, <laughs> right, Jose? They meant no, they write they meant number four all time on his team. I'm not even sure that's accurate. <laughs> to be being honest, <laughs> it is not a it is not a uh, rich, it's not a rich tradition of why of pass catchers in Baltimore. <laughs> it's a, it is not it is not. I don't understand y'all what the fast y'all call Steve Smith Ravens legend. Steve Smith, he is a Ravens legend. No, he's not. Listen, we cling on to those. I know. I'm saying he he has the he has basically <clears throat> the same numbers as Hollywood, and y'all kicked him out. But Steve true. Smith is a legend. Listen, if you if you if you know your Ravens history, the Ravens' all time leading receiver is Derek Mason with seven thousand seven hundred and like forty eight yards. Um, Justin Jefferson will surpass that total this year sometime, and he's going into what year four. Uh, yeah, I believe so. This is year four. Right. In his fourth year, he will surpass our all-time leading receiver mm-hmm. in yardage. So, you know, we don't have a very high parameter. Like, we don't have a high bar. Like, we wave around here somewhere. So, if we can get a dude to come in here and do two, three good years, why do you think I we gotta, love Anquan Bolton so much? I got to tell you, man, like, Props to Baltimore, though, because how in the hell you won two Super Bowls without ever fielding an NFL offense is beyond me. I mean, we had one of the greatest defenses of all time. Still, how many how many rings that win you? You know what? When I think about that, you're right, because I've always said it was either the 02 or the 04 or 016, I think was better defensively. And with all those outstanding Hall of Fame defenses, we only won one title because we couldn't score. Yeah, because even you, you handed the ball to uh oh, what's his name? Old Kyle Bowler on the other side. And they had to just beg, like they didn't even yell at him. They had they to did. beg and plead with him to just not give the other team points. Yeah, he did he did. They were we got- out there prepared to win games with the zero points from their offense every week. This is facts. And we had Elvis Gerbeck that cried on the field. Oh, Elvis. Oh, there's that comment. 
Yes, Hollywood made a great catch today. Guess what? In the future, we're going to be calling him Panthers great Hollywood Brown because he's on their radar. Listen, Hollywood's a good player. All right. I'll take Hollywood. I wish we had him back. Yeah, I bet you do. Especially I never wanted him to go. Especially since you ain't get shit for him. We got Tyler Linderbaum. <laughs> Yeah, we yeah. have a, we got a Pro Bowl center, sir. Yeah, you got to you got to use that pick to fill a uh, self inflicted wound. Congrats! Don't you have our self inflicted wound? Sure do. How's that working out for you? He's working out fine. I mean, it's the four people around him that ain't really. Oh, listen. Speaking well, of these offenses, anyway. speaking of these offensive issues that we're having, to you, it seems like the Ravens this season, Sands, maybe the Cincinnati game, they're starting out slow. And to me, things don't seem to pick up until Greg Munkin changes his offense into a, a Greg Roman style offense. Um, I think that they are starting to rely on, as they have in the past, Lamar, you go make a play. Lamar, you do this. Lamar, you do that. And I think that with history being what it was, I don't think John Harbaugh learned his lesson. And we're going to run into the same issue that we have the last two years where Lamar gets hurt. So seeing these problems offensively, seeing these slow starts to games, do you think that the problems are player personnel or do you think it's has something to do with coaching or maybe a little bit of both uh first of all reg you back the hell off you had your chance so no the answer is no uh it's it's coaching it's obviously coaching it's a hundred percent coaching uh you know it, it, there are a lot of teams in the league that don't even have the level of talent out there that the ravens have offensively mm. who are able to put together a more competent offense than the ravens they just I don't know why it is a John Harbaugh, but it seems like he dislikes offensive football. Uh, <laughs> like they, they legit do not want to score. They don't know? want to win that way. Um, right. And, and, you know, <clears throat> like even in their, their last game where we all kind of agreed that Lamar didn't have his best game, uh, made mm -hmm. some poor decisions and things like that. He started out 10 for 10. He did. You know, they, they moved right down the field. They scored. And then, for some reason, things kind of went off the rails. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that they are – not that I think that Todd Munkin's a great offensive coordinator, but I, <laughs> I think that they are kind of handcuffing him a little bit in terms of just saying, hey, this is the style of offense that we want. These are the, This is what we want you to call. Uh, it doesn't help that, obviously, the O-line is heard. They, they, they can't block shit out there. But – it you know it doesn't help that Odell and Bateman are both out even though there was nothing wrong with Bateman apparently uh, I don't know why he missed another game but even still you know you've got Zay Flowers you've got Mark Andrews you've got Nelson Aguilar it should be enough for you to not look just disjointed all the time mm -hmm. it's the Raven way it is the Raven way I think for me the issue that I have with with what's going on is. It, it seemed history seems to repeat itself with John Harbaugh all throughout his tenure, no matter what changes we make, because we've been through some offensive coordinators. We've been through some systematic changes, so to speak. But for me, just even like today, I think it reared his head where we found something that worked in his game. Like the Browns with their number one defense could not stop us running the ball. Like they couldn't. We just ran it, ran it, ran it, got a penalty. And I guess that may have been enough. Then we went back to the Greg Roman system of let's get away from what's working and try doing other things. And those things weren't working. You know that you have an offensive line that's decimated by injuries. You know that we don't have the wide receiving core that we thought we were going to have at the beginning of the season. Why don't you schematically 
come up with some plays that are actually going to work instead of saying, you know what? I'm smarter than you. So let me make up some genius plays that does this and does that. And it really doesn't do anything. Get back to what works and keep riding until it doesn't work anymore. That is the philosophy I think that the team should go by. But as long as they're led by Jonathan Harbaugh, I think we're going to have to, we're going to have these same offensive inconsistencies that we've seen since 2008. And uh, Darius in the chat is talking about the whole third quarter was run, run, pass. Uh, and, and it reminds me, you know, in Carolina today, it was just really apparent that they were going up to the line and just wasting every first down they had, just running into uh, the, the Vikings defensive right. front, even though you know you can't block, right? And this is, you know, I, I thought they did a, a really good job putting the hole, but this is why I didn't want Frank Reich as the as the head coach. He was not right. one of my preferred uh, uh, hires. Uh, and Older coaches are unbelievably conservative. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's always been to their team's detriment, <laughs> but especially now when the younger coaches are far more aggressive. Uh, and you, ha- you have guys in the league who go out there and are trying to actually score touchdowns on every possession. And then you have guys like Harbaugh, like Reich, who are just like, well, you know, if we play conservative enough, you know, we'll, 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 you know, we kind of limit our mistakes and, and we'll, we'll squeak out wins. Mm-hmm. And, you know, particularly for a team like Carolina where you don't have enough talent, but even in Baltimore, that's going to hurt you more often than not. Right. But those guys are never going to change their mindset. This is actually correct. And I think that's one of the reasons that Harbaugh hired Munkin because he didn't do any research on him. He was like, my sister says she's good. I think she's good. Um, I think that we, and I could be wrong about, correct me if I'm wrong about this, Rodney, but I think we see a little bit of that in Kansas City. Not to the, not to the Ravens extent of it, but I think we see mm-hmm. to the extent of when you see, when you have a offensive coordinator that stands up for his plays and his players, where you have an Eric the enemy that goes over with your man Riverboat Ron, and he actually has that offense looking a lot better than it was. And you can see Kansas City, on the other hand, struggling because they have uh, Matt Nagy. He's come back to the fold with his monkin like or Harbaugh-like approach, and they're just not performing like they used to. I just think that we – listen, I've said this before. John Harbaugh hires betas, beta males that will do everything that he says. And if they can't follow or if they can't fall in line, so to speak, he gets them out of there. And I think we need to go from the top down and start over. Yeah, it needs to be a clean sweep in Baltimore. They need to get everybody out of there and just kind of shock themselves into a new way of thinking. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even though it's snowing at, it's snowing in that locker room where they got them locked up at. Because <laughs> they're damn sure not out on the field. <laughs> and Will G, it's Washington, D.C. Nobody cares. I mean, is it a, is it a tough loss for them? Or are they happy that they were that competitive? I thought that they could win, honestly. For some reason, out of all the teams, yeah. the Commanders give the Eagles the toughest time. I don't yeah. know why. Listen, anybody can win any given Sunday. Like, that's why that's a saying. But they're not good enough to realistically beat the Eagles. But thirty-one on them, and particularly with that last, uh, you know, the, the end of the fourth quarter drive to tie it up. I, if I'm a Washington fan, I'd be pretty happy about the performance today, at least offensively. Mm. Um, you know, I, I'm not one of those people who says, 
just extend the game at all costs. Like if you're playing a better team, maybe go for that two point conversion and try and get that win because you ain't going to beat them in the long haul. That's not how that works. Uh, but you know, they, they, they put up 31, they're growing every week as an offense. And mm. I'd be happy with that. If I were watching their fan, mm. I certainly so wouldn't have been expecting a win. So what you're saying is that could have been the Ravens expanding their offense. If we'd hide Eric Bannamy as our offensive coordinator. The Ravens would be averaging like 35 a game had they hired Eric Bianchi. Because I, I I like Sam Howell. I do. You yes, know that. You uh, I, I think he's very talented. I, I think he that. he's going to be. I think he's going to be. You know, a, a, a good starter in the league. But he ain't Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah, they have better receivers over there. This is facts. Quarterback is the most important position, and he's one of the most dynamic players to ever play that position. Facts. Facts. Speaking of Lamar Jackson, question. Lamar Jackson turning the ball over. He's turned the ball over at least one time in every game this season. Do you think this is an issue or a non-issue? I mean, if it continues, it's an issue for sure. Um, You know, you can't obviously be turning the ball over every single game. Now, the good news for the Ravens is that he's not really throwing. He's not throwing interceptions. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it's not like this is just as he's making poor decisions or he's inaccurate with the ball. Uh, you know, several of these fumbles have come from poor protection, you know, right. and, and typically, you know, quarterbacks don't really get blamed for fumbling mm-hmm. the ball because a lot of it happens in the pocket. You know, a lot of it, kind of, you know, from, from players that you're not really seeing, uh, you know, you get hit while you're trying to throw the ball, things like that. Nobody really expects you to hold on to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think that it's something that will continue uh, as long as Stanley and Linderbaum come back healthy and they, you know, the protection kind of ramps up to meet the uh, the rest of the team. Like he should be fine. If it were, if he were throwing an interception every game, then I'd be more concerned. Okay. Yeah. For me, it's a non-issue as well. I've come to the Rodney Jose way of thinking. The man turns the ball over, but he has four touchdowns. One fumble, four touchdowns. I think we'll take that ratio every week. It's sort of like wide receiver drops. Like Terrell Owens dropped the ball a lot. A lot. But he is like, what, second in NFL history in touchdowns. So this is facts. It's probably all right. This is facts. All right. Before we move on, there are 48 people in. Wow. What you said, I thought you were going to say before we get out of here, but okay. Before we move on, <laughs> yeah. there are 48 people in here. Make sure if you are new, hit that like button, subscribe. If you are returning, appreciate you. So if you are new here, we do a loyalty point system, which you heard Brody speak about early on. All you have to do is watch the video, watch the live stream. You earn points. If you comment, you get points. If you subscribe to the channel, you get points. If you join the Patreon, you get points as well. And if you donate like Corey H did to the channel, you get points. And at the end of each month, we give out a prize. Now, we have not come to the Mega Month yet. It could be this month. It could be next month. It could be the month after that. But the Mega Month prize is when there's going to be a big surprise and a really big drawing. But let it, let's it announce the winner from the last month. And, of course, and it was a little bit closer than I thought because y'all weren't doing your job last month. I hate to say it. Y'all weren't. Y'all were slacking. I ain't going to hold you. But last <laughs> month's winner is Damn. September's loyalty points winner is Ferris Mutana. <laughs> so, congratulations Ferris 
So I'm going to tell you like this first. I'm tired of going into the after streams and Brody asking you what you want for a prize. I already know what I'm going to get you. Since you went back to back, I already know the prize that I'm going to get you. I'm going to have it. I'm going to send out for it tomorrow, I believe. And you should be getting it by the end of the week. So listen, if you want to help support the channel, get these loyalty points however you can. Everything that you do helps. The likes, the shares, the views, everything helps me grow. Even though I'm not getting paid for it. Why not? And uh, <laughs> why are you not getting paid for it? Because YouTube demonetized my channel. <laughs> <clears throat> why yeah. did they do that? Hey, listen, because they're haters. So listen, let me tell you a story. Story time. Sorry. So you know, I was at my job for 18 years. They released me. You know, you get you get a little bit of shock and all, and just a oh man, like I've I've been settled in this situation for so long. Like, I'm so used to this, and I'm in a comfort zone. It happens. You hit, get hit with the shock, but then you get over it. Then I found YouTube. Or in the midst of this, I found YouTube. So I said, okay, I'm, I'm you know, through the help of everybody out here that supports me, I'm making a little bit of a living off of it that's keeping me comfortable in the float. Okay, I'm good. And then all of a sudden, once the money starts picking up, I lied mm -hmm. to you not. When the money starts picking up, when I'm like, oh, this is a possibility I could do YouTube full time. Possibly. YouTube looks and says, hey, that guy's making too much money. We don't like that. That they do. Wu-Tang Wu Chop. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 with the Wu-Tang sword. <laughs> 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 and cut me off at the knees. So with that, you know, the last week or two, I've been just sitting here pondering all the things that I'm going to do. And what I'm going to do is, because I've been doing a lot of research online, and I guess to try to help, kind of help pay my bills and keep me afloat, I am going to start a website. And this website is going to be a little bit different from Patreon because it's actually going to be a website for creators. And I spoke about this in my last video. It's a website for creators where we all get together, share ideas, help each other, create thumbnails, titles, just, it's just going to be a community thing. Um, it's, it's a way for us all to thrive. So I think I'm going to do that so that I'm not so dependent upon YouTube mm -hmm. to pay my bills because at any time, just like engraving and everybody else, they can just say, you know what? I don't like you today. Cut you off, reapply in three months. Yeah. So I'm going to do that now with this new channel. There is going to be a discount. So like I said, it's in the works right now. If once I start to get things up and running, if you sign up, there's going to be a discount. If you are already a patron to this channel, you will get a discount. And like I said, this is a community we're building from the ground up. And I'm not just doing this just for me to succeed. And if anybody knows me, they know that I do everything for the collective. So anybody that comes with me from the ground up, we building this thing together. So I just wanted to get that out the way. So appreciate y'all. Make sure you sign up for Patreon, patreon.com forward slash R-O-U-G, or however you decide to support this channel and support myself, because I appreciate it. Like, what we built together is really strong. Without you, without this brother here, and I'm sorry, this brother here, and his brother, I wouldn't I wouldn't even have, I wouldn't be on the trajectory that I'm on right now. So I just want to say mad love to y'all and appreciate it. Uh, and, and, you're, and you're absolutely right. Like, if you enjoy what Hendo's doing, uh, or, or any of us, anybody on YouTube, 
any creators that, that you particularly like, you you know, you come back, you watch the videos and everything, consider uh, supporting monetarily because YouTube, the second, like over on our channel, over on Lunch Break Hot Take, everything was fine. You know, we 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 had sent in all of the documentation we needed to send in, uh, and <laughs> we got monetized. And once you get monetized, you have to hit a certain threshold before they pay you, right? So we're just, you know, we got all happy. We got monetized, and we're just watching the the kind of ad revenue. And once we hit the threshold uh, <laughs> to get our money, YouTube was like, "Nah, we can't send you your money." <laughs> we're like, "Why?" Oh, we need we need this, this, and this. And like, we already sent you that. We'll send it again, and we sent it again, and they're like, "Oh." uh nah we can't send you your money we need this this and this like i just sent you that we'll send it again and this went on for about six months six months uh-huh. youtube will do pretty much anything they can to prevent you from getting your money uh so it's really important for any creators to be able to earn money outside of youtube ad revenue and, and super chats and things like that because if you're dependent on youtube youtube is going to screw you uh every, every way they can it's like a mixer. I told you about mixer before. It's a it's a, yeah. a site like Twitch, where people would go on there. They would stream video games and everything like that, and that's how a lot of people made their living. And then one day, people were streaming, and they found out from people in their chat that mixer was shutting down the next day. They didn't get any notice, and their career was just gone. You know, and if you're dependent on these companies, that's exactly how they'll do you. Yes, indeed. Yeah, I mean. Hey, this is exactly why we don't use, and then, you know, we may be penalized because we don't use super chats and we don't use the super stickers and all of those things. They may penalize us because we're not making them extra money. That's why we go through the pen link in the comments Yeah, and we do our own thing. We don't have to wait to get monetized, but that's neither here or there. But like I said, make sure if you want to support the channel, sign up for patreon.com. Um, you get a lot of benefits and added bonuses. You can join our after-party streams where we hang out, hang out and talk about things, not just sports. We talk about life, um, how to grow. We have financial literacy. Um, you get live stream requests. And to you, Yolanda, no, only for new people. Live stream requests. I'm putting it out there right now. It's only for new patrons. Also, you can join the fantasy football that we have going on. We have the Pickums League. I'm the champ. I don't even want to bring. I don't want to bring the belt up because I don't want Brian to get mad. Yeah, all right. I, I I think it's important uh, not to cut you off when you're gloating about stolen championships, but I think it's important that we bring awareness <laughs> awareness to people who are struggling. If you click on uh, Chris's comment, uh, he had a similar issue. He says with his OnlyFans. So hit uh, up, go to Twitter, hit up Chris. Just joking. Hit that follow button. DM him. Get that link and get those numbers back up. Get the numbers up. If you listen, if you want a live show, Chris got that. Chris just joking. Twitter, Instagram. I heard he'll, you know, you tip enough, he'll break down a film like Chris Cooley back in the day. <laughs> I was, that's, <laughs> that's why, I mean, that's, that's, that's over there. I don't know what you, why are you laughing? Let, Y'all hilarious. Um, let's get back into this game. All right, Ryder, let me know who you have for your offensive player of the game. Sorry. Oh man. Uh I mean it has to be Lamar. Right? Lamar scored four touchdowns. Okay. Uh so yeah, okay. it's gonna be Lamar. 
Mm, I don't know. I guess for my offense to play the game, I'm going to have to agree with you. I'm going to have to go with Lamar Jackson. That's enough. <laughs> that is enough. <laughs> I just wanted to keep playing. But, yes, Lamar Jackson is my offensive player of the game. Like I said before, he had two rushing touchdowns, two passing touchdowns. Hey, he was just a man. He was the only offense that we really had. We had a couple of good runs by Justice Hill, um, a couple by Gus Edwards. Even, even your man Melvin Gordon got in the act, had a good run. He actually had a great third down catch over the shoulder, but I think that Lamar Jackson, without him, this team goes nowhere. Yeah. All right, B, who do you have for your defensive player of the game? You know, I was going to say uh, possibly Roquan, but I remember that he actually doesn't do anything. Um, That's what they told us, right? Yeah, he, he, he does nothing out there. So I'm going to go actually with Patrick Queen, uh, mm. who he only had half the tackles of Roquan, but he did have a sack. He did have three tackles for loss and another hit. So, I mean, he was getting uh, – he, he, he was penetrating and making plays on the other side of the line of scrimmage, uh, which is a, a big deal. It's a big deal. So I'm going with Patrick Queen for today. Okay. All right. Agent E, what's going on? He says Patrick Queen as well. Listen – that one sack Patrick Queen had, it looked like they shot him out of cannon. Like they sat the ball and he just was like, bang. So I give him credit for that. Now listen, Ravens flock or people that come into here and other chats, when you are a Ravens fan, if you give somebody props for what they did, it doesn't mean that you change your opinion about them. It means that you think highly of what they've done. Or if you make a negative comment as of something that they did, it does not mean that you hate them. Oh, interesting. Yeah, because, you know, Ravens locker sit there and be like, tell me, you said something good about Patrick Queen. You said he was a bum. No, I said he was the wrong pick. That no, no, yeah, I know. You, you said he was a bum several times, but that's all right. I did uh, not see him. Now, I don't know if you if you saw, but uh, there was a very Kyle Hamilton-esque performance today. And that okay. was from one Harrison Smith, unfortunately, on the other side of the, the Panthers line. Uh, he had 14 tackles. Three sacks, two tackles for loss, and three QB hits. Really? They could not block White Shadow today. <laughs> White Shadow. <laughs> Listen. The, the last play uh, when Carolina was down there with a chance to tie the game, send it to overtime, mm-hmm. and they got down to fourth down, Harrison Smith was one-on-one with Carolina's top 10 left tackle and, and beat the man like he wasn't even there. It's not like Harrison Smith. Like I had, actually, I was start, actually I picked I started him. I took him off my injured list and started him today, so he got me some points. Oh, well, congrats! Appreciate it. Um, yes, all of these people were deserving of defensive player of the game, but I got somebody different. I think me and Malik, we have the same individual. I chose Jadavion Clowney. Jadavion Clowney had two tackles, a <laughs> hundred pressures, and one thousand whiffs. I promise you, listen. Look at the determination in his eyes. He's like, I know I missed the last thousand, but I got this one. <laughs> listen, but a thousand and one is going to be me, son. So listen, <laughs> Davion Clowney gets to the quarterback for some reason. I thought we were frustrated with Justin Houston. I thought Justin Houston had at least four or five sacks he could have had under his belt. Justin Houston misses at least three sacks a game. I'm sorry. <laughs> not, uh, Jadavion Clowney misses three Carolina, sacks. I'm sorry. Jadavion Clowney misses three sacks a game. Like, 
what the, I think he may be, he is one of the better players on our team. And hopefully Mike McDonald sees that he needs to start over David Ajabo when David Ajabo comes back. I know they're trying to bring him along and justify the second round pick. But just to me, he has just been the overall better player. And I think he's one of the reasons that we actually get some sort of pressure on the quarterback. I would love to see some Justin Houston near sacks right now. Well, Justin, Justin Houston, not, you're not doing them for y'all? <sighs> this is Stone right at the IT. I don't know why he runs to the sideline. Trying to score a touchdown. Like, he's scared of scoring a touchdown. He gets tired. He did. He did say he gets tired, though. But that's on you for not being in better shape. I don't know. All right. Next. No, man. Like, if you don't finish the job, you ain't a baller. Why not? If you hire somebody to paint your house and they only do two thirds of it, are you like, man, fucking Da Vinci over here? Like, come on, man. But if it's the best two thirds you've ever seen and the one third that they left is in the back where nobody can see it. What do you mean nobody can see it? I mean, you know, some people have the back of the house. Some people have the back of their houses facing the woods mm-hmm. or something, and nobody really gets to see it. So at least the sides in the front mm-hmm. popping. Hey, David Clowney, the best chef I ever seen, man. That chicken was almost done. All right, you have a point there. But I, listen, when you come from the Baltimore Ravens school of non-sacks, we'll take whatever we can get. We have a AOA and a Dabo. <laughs> on our team, so we not seeing any pressures, any sacks. No one set the edge, so we'll take what we can get. Normally, I don't, I don't drink. He's, he's, uh, he's. Listen, his stress ball, Paul squeezing has been, has has increased to decrease. I, that told, I told you, I, I don't get stressed about this kind of stuff. Like when, when they're, when they're just not playing well. I'll just go do something else. This is true. Where Rodney Stanley was at. I don't know who Rodney Stanley is, but Ronnie Stanley is on the injured list. Like he's he's he he had a limited practice this week, but he just was not able to go. I know a lot of sector of the Ravens flock is, is like, listen, we need to trade Ronnie Stanley and get something for him. But what can you get for a former all pro pro bowl left tackle that doesn't play a lot? What do you think you're going to get for him? I know that y'all think that we're going to get two first rounds and maybe the reincarnation of Barry Sanders, but it's not going to happen because y'all, y'all sitting out here talking about teams need to give us two seconds and a third for Tyler Huntley. <laughs> I, whatever y'all smoking, I need some of that. Well, look, they the the you know, Washington got a a third and a fifth for Trent for Trent, and they regret it every goddamn day. Because, yeah, he had a bunch of injury issues, but he's the best left tackle in the league. Now, how about instead, yeah. of, instead of taking it out on Ronnie, right. saying get rid of Ronnie, Ronnie sucks, why don't y'all talk to your your uh, your training staff? Why don't y'all talk to your head coach and tell him to stop lying about people's injuries? Why don't you talk to the rest of the coach and say, hey, you know what? Maybe if he's not 100% healthy, don't put him back in the goddamn game. Why don't you let him get well and then let him play left tackle like you know he can? Because it's – I'll tell you what. As somebody who just drafted a left tackle in the top 10, mm-hmm. it's fucking hard to find a good one. Because that dude, he's getting our franchise quarterback killed. Yeah, he is. That's why you need to let Andy Dalton get beat up. 
No, they don't. Let the ginger. Let them take it out on the ginger. Okay, well, I don't I don't like the way that sounds. But um also they can't tank. They don't have their first round pick. No, 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 no. I didn't say tank. You said, said put Andy Dalton in, which is the exact same thing as saying let's tank. On the season. In a in one game, who has the most passing yards? Who played the worst defense? You can only play who you put in front of you. Oh, okay. Yeah, you gotta play who you put in front of you. Yeah. All right. Anyway, uh currently, by the way, fun fact. Fun fact for you. Uh okay. Okay. Currently, the Chicago Bears have the number one and number two pick in next year's draft. Who said what? The Chicago Bears currently hold the number one and number two pick in the next year in next year's draft. So, you know, in theory, they go out there and they can get themselves Caleb Williams and Marvin Harrison Jr. This is a fact. To put a, put on the opposite side of DJ Moore, and that's that's if they want to move on from Justin Fields after having destroyed him. Which I think would be a mistake. Just fire your coaches and get some offensive coaches. Some real, in there. Some real co- Listen, I, don't, I, I never understood <laughs> why you would pick a defensive-minded head coach and bring in a rookie quarterback because it never works out well. It never really works out. <laughs> Which scheme is Ronnie Stanley not good for? Who the hell is Rodney Stanley? <laughs> he gets no respect at all, I tell you. Oh. No. Um <laughs> <laughs> that's you young to know about that um all right let's move on to the good the bad and the ugly let me know from this game Brian, what you thought was good what you thought was bad and what possibly could have been ugly because we won the game so nothing could be ugly right uh you know the defense was good okay uh i would say <clears throat> the ugly was the o-line mm-hmm. and their and their protection the bad we'll go with lamar fumbling okay Wow. I know these are just representations. Yeah, asking. no, I, I no, but you just put you put John like real close up on the bad there. And oh, my he, bad, doesn't, my bad. he doesn't look like he appreciates it. So should I should I have made the ugly because the ugly are the Ravens draft picks? Should I made that bigger, closer, so people knew that were their actual EDC draft picks for the ugly, but not for this game. Just hey, Jerry, do you want to ask the uh the actual host of this channel if you would like me to leave or you? It's not what we do over here, sir. <laughs> we, we don't do that. We don't call out names and disrespect people. It ain't what we do. So we don't do that. Anywho, apologize. What's up, Jay Bears? <laughs> <laughs> what? Why you? Why what? Why you put that up? It's what? all kind of inappropriate. <laughs> I, you know what? I just saw the Jets. I didn't even see the rest of them. And I'm sitting here doing something else. Jam Bear. That's my bad. I wouldn't be paying attention. Jam Bear. Come on, bro. What are we doing here? Uh, I mean, if you mean, if you mean like, you know, a vegan Caesar salad. They're losing 17 nothing. Facts. In the first. No, no, no. Hobbs is not for the bad. That's just a picture. It's just a representation. Representation, because actually, for my bad, I had in- the injuries. The injuries are decimating this team. It's like every game that we play. Yeah, Jerry. Yeah, facts, Jose. Jerry gonna learn today. We don't play that. We don't play none of that shit. Like you we know laugh what, and we joke, but you you know what's? I mean, look, this this is gonna sound bad. Oh god, and, and I and I I recognize that. But okay. you know you know what's good about the injury? Not necessarily good, but a silver lining to the injuries. 
uh, each what? consecutive week that it happens, the injuries are less impactful. Because, <laughs> I mean, Arthur, Arthur Millette went out for a bit, and it's like, all right, you know. <laughs> it's, it's probably, I mean, it's probably okay. When you put it that way, you put it that way. No offense to Arthur Millette, and I, we don't want to see anybody get hurt, but you ain't, you ain't lose. You lose Marlo today, you know? So it's probably all right. All right, for my good, the Ravens won the game, and they are now 2-0 and in the division. So that is my good. The bad, like I said, is the injuries. They just continue to pile up. Um, My ugly, did you give your ugly? Yeah, I said the O-line. Oh, my ugly is is, is going to be the offensive situation. Um, I don't think that we're learning from the past, and we are That's continuously what we're calling Todd Munkin now. <laughs> It's the offensive yeah. situation. Yes, the offensive <laughs> situation. This is, this is, this is, listen, this is Pulp Fiction. The offensive situation, just, I don't think that we learned from the past, running Lamar early and often only leads to injuries later in the season. Like, I don't know how many times you can run that power O or smash concept with your quarterback yeah. at the goal line. Yes, it gets you touchdowns. Yes, it makes you look good because you're going with what we know. We're going with what is successful for us. But down the line, these hits are taking its toll on Lamar. Somebody asked a question, I think, in Coach's stream the other day. Does Lamar look like he's slowing down? Like, does he look slower than he did two years ago? Mm-hmm. Yes, he does. Yeah. Considerably. And it's because of these unnecessary hits that he's taken. I think that, listen, we all, when we try to break habits and we try to do other things, it's cool. It's new. It's fresh. Like you want to build, you want to grow. But when you start getting in situations and getting in ruts, you go back to what you know. And what the Ravens know is run Lamar. So if Lamar gets hurt, game 10, game 11, all the Ravens fans are going to be like, what do we pay him all this money for? But nobody's going to look at the fact that with our offensive situation, we're continuously putting everything on his shoulders. We're looking for him to pass the ball and be perfect. We're looking for him to be the leading rusher in the game. And I don't think that it's fair to put all of this on his shoulders. And I put that on John Harbaugh. And that's why this is an ugly situation, because you can change the name of the coordinator. But if you don't change the design, the, the design of the scheme, it does not make a difference and nothing changes. Yeah, I'll, I can give you uh, some some uh, silver lining there for for Baltimore though. Um, no, this is a good one. Uh, it's the fact is that the <clears throat> AFC North they're not who we thought they were. So Lamar's okay. probably not going to be playing in those end of the season games anyway because Baltimore is going to win this division going away. Uh, so you know he won't. I don't think he'll he'll get injured. I think that he's going to have more time off because they will have wrapped up the division uh, late in the season. Now, you know, and for as far as Carolina, mm-hmm. this is kind of an opposite direction. Well, it's like the <laughs> you know, like I said with uh, Bryce Young, I think he's shown that he has the ability. He's he's very intelligent. He's very accurate. Uh, and the big thing for me is that he is athletic. And he can get away from the pressure. He can make plays with the with his feet, but he's not so athletic that he's tempting the coaching staff into just running him into into the ground to accelerate the progress of the team. Uh, and they're just kind of having to just sit with, "Hey, we can't run our quarterback, so we actually have to improve the rest of what's going on around him." And Lamar, unfortunately, didn't have that. You know, mm-hmm. as soon as they put him in the game, that you know, it's been this is his sixth year, and they put him in, and they're just like, eh we don't really need to worry about developing him as a passer. 
you know, even though he is very good at that, but like that's not been a concern of the Ravens coaching staff because they can just run him. Uh, and yeah, like people are saying, you know, it, it, it does lead to shorter careers. Mm-hmm. It, it leads to diminishing of skills earlier, earlier than, than, you know, would otherwise be the case because they're running him more than any quarterback almost in history. Yep. Didn't you do that stat? I did last week. Uh, he's more than he's played half of the number of games that Cam Newton has played, who is the all time leader in quarterback rushes. Mm-hmm. And uh, Cam had a, a bit over 1,100 for his right. career. And Lamar, halfway to the, the number of games played that Cam Newton has, is over 700. Uh, I think he's over 750 now. Right. So he's going to blow by Cam Newton. Also, you know, if you look at the uh, rushes per game, he's over 10 a game for his that was, career. That's like number three. Number three all time. The History. other two. The other two played in uh, like the third, ten or twelve. They only played like, but they only played like ten or twelve games apiece. That that as well. Right. Uh, but they they retired in nineteen forty three and nineteen forty. Uh, they were named things like Lehman Tuffy. <laughs> so y'all need to stop running Lamar before you don't have Lamar anymore. Right, and we wonder why he breaks down. Same thing happened. Like like I know you say this all the time. And some people may not see you, but you say this all the time. The same thing happened to Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. The same thing. Cam Newton was a star. Yeah. Cam Newton was an MVP, should have won the Super Bowl. And they ran Cam so much that his body just broke down on him. Yeah. And what do you and and he's bigger than Lamar is? Yes. He he's much, much bigger. He's built like a tank. And now, I mean, granted, you know, he had the major injury with his shoulder, right. uh, which but they forced him to play through that as well. They they, you know, he wasn't even the, the kind of runner who would avoid contact. You know, he would run into it. And they were just like, man, keep doing it. Keep it going. So we don't have to get an O-line. We ain't got to get receivers. You know, we got Cam. And then it, and that's why it fell apart so quickly. Right. All right. Last, almost close to the last segment. Stock up, stock down. Do you feel that there are any players in this game whose stock has risen and whose stock has fallen, in your opinion? <sighs> Kind of a tough one because <laughs> not really. Uh, um, you know what? I'm, I'm gonna say stock up Brandon Stevens, uh, because okay. I, I think he's gotten a raw deal from Baltimore, he like a, like a lot of players have. Mm-hmm. But I think that he is putting in all the work, and I and I, I think he has the ability to play corner uh, if they would just leave him alone. Right. Uh, but he he did get a, a nice interception and, and a 50-yard return today. So that's nice to see uh, for him to get a win like that. Uh, so I'm going to say stock up on Brandon Stevens. You know, let him stay in that. And just to, you know, playing corner and let him learn it. And I think you'll have a, a pretty decent one. Mm-hmm. Um, stock down. I mean, the Ravens all line. Because I saw that Morgan Moses uh, got hurt as well. He's getting an MRI uh, tomorrow. And, you know, I don't think that Morgan Moses is particularly good, but Thanks. probably not going to be great if both of your starting tackles are out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, is that it? Yeah. All right. As for me, for my stock up, I'm going to go with Kyle Van Noy for my stock up. Uh, 
just signed recently this week. He was the pressure and the pass rush that the Raiders needed. He actually uh, blocked a couple of passes. I think he did extremely well for a guy that just came in and learned the system. Also, the aforementioned uh, Arthur Millette. I think he played really well. He had the tip that led to Brandon Stevens getting his first interception. Um, also, shout out to my man, Ronald Darby, Florida State. He may not be who he was, but he is a solid tackler, something that I think that this team is missing in the defensive backfield. Now, as far as my stock down goes, uh, I think I'm going to go with John Harbaugh, and we've already mentioned the reasons why, because he's just not a good coach to me personally. And we don't need to rehash that. So my real stock down is going to go to whomever you are. I don't know if you're there, you're there, you're there, whomever you are. With that hoodoo curse on the Ravens, please stop. I beg you, please take it off. I'm tired of the injuries. The I'm tired of coming from inside the building. And uh, I couldn't care less where you are. Please stop it. Goodness gracious. Oh, every oh, week. No. What happened? I got a draft. <laughs> I completely forgot. To, uh, Dynasty Basketball League. You are the worst, sir. I'm, I'm not the worst. Appreciate you. Why am I the worst? Because you just forgetting drafts and stuff, man. Well, ever it, since did, you got... it didn't send an alert. Oh, what time does the draft start? In four minutes. All right. Well, then we need to get up out of here so you can get your draft. All right. So let's get to these injuries. The injuries. Morgan Moses, like we spoken of earlier, he had a shoulder injury and left the game. We don't know. No, I don't know his status as of right now. Uh, Daryl Worley, he went out with a shoulder. I don't know how he hurt his shoulder because it looked like he just reached up and then he just grabbed for it. Uh, Jalen Armour Davis. Um, I think he left the coffee shop and pulled a hamstring because I promise you I did not see that man in the game. I haven't seen that man really all season long except for on the sidelines laughing and joking. Don't know how the hell he pulled his hamstring. If you know, let me know because I did not see this man into the game one time. Maybe, maybe going to get the water, he pulled a hamstring. I really don't know. Yes. It's not nice at all. It really isn't. All right, and now we're going to check. We're going to end this going into the AFC North standards. The AFC North standards, as of right now, the Baltimore Ravens are 3-1, leading the division. They're 2-0 in the division, followed by Cleveland, who is 2-2, 1-2 in the division. The Pittsburgh Steelers, that are also 2-2, who just lost their starting quarterback. Uh, Kenny Pickett injured his ankle. I don't know if he's going to be available for the Baltimore Ravens game next week, but they are 1-0 in the division. And the hapless Cleveland Browns, who are 1-3, and 0-2 in the division, they lost to the Tennessee Titans, and they did not look good whatsoever. So that threat from the Cleveland Browns, I think, is gone for the moment. And I'm sorry, but the Cincinnati Bengals is gone for the moment. And Cleveland, I don't know what really to expect from them because I did not see them with Deshaun Watson at quarterback. So I don't know how we match up together because mm-hmm. DTR just didn't provide any resistance during this game whatsoever. Like, he overthrew. He was late. He just – I don't know. So I really don't know what Cleveland has. I, and with the unfortunate situation with Nick Chubb, now that can make me cry. I could cry off that one. I could cry off the Nick Chubb thing. That would You would really see a real tear. With the Nick Chubb situation, I think those two things, we don't know what the real Cleveland is. And with Pittsburgh self-imploding, but they do have Mike Tomlin. I feel like we know what the real Cleveland is. <laughs> you know? But I, so, so my thing with Cleveland is this. Cleveland used to be really good. Really good. I think they won like 10 straight titles. Or they won eight out of ten titles. And then they and started I, I, worshiping that woman beater. And then they haven't been good since. Yeah, well, maybe they curse too. 
maybe they've been cursed as well. So yeah, um, right now I think we are in the driver's seat. I think our only enemy or our biggest enemy is going to be us. And I think we should have this division wrapped up. Um, after the Steelers game, we travel to London, which is an Achilles heel for us to play the Tennessee Titans. We have the Christmas Day game against the 49ers. We have the game against the now beatable Dolphins. Um, I just don't ah, I just don't know when we're actually going to see real competition, because for me, this doesn't tell me anything. And I've said this time and time again. I don't really care what happens in the regular season. The only thing that matters to me is the playoffs. We can look bad during the regular season. We can look good during the regular season. What matters is how far do we go once we hit that playoff push? So that's my only really that's my only concern. No, Jeremy, I don't have my tickets. Y'all don't love me enough to pay for me to go over there. You all were supposed to pay for me, Jose, Brodney, OTR, Mike, and Coach and Chris to go to London. I have yet to receive a penny. Speaking of, uh, I'm gonna need. 3500 by January 1st. I don't feel like I should have to tell you what it's for, but uh, I will. It's for one of those Apple VR headsets that's coming out. So, you know, Christmas is coming as well as my birthday. Dig deep, people. It is. It is. Yes, it is coming up. My birthday's coming up too. Is yeah. It? yeah. I mean, you know, we're both Capricorn, so. I mean, why you got to jump on my thing, though? Like, you know, can't you? <laughs> <laughs> just like wait let me make my announcement and then you know some other day you can talk about your birthday respectfully i'm gonna need you to back up <laughs> <laughs> respectfully sir uh, all right so since you got right. your you got your thing going on and we we got sunday night football and i really just want to get off of here because now i'm depressed um yes Jamie. that's right listen we end we we end the year and we begin the year so yes, I don't I don't know if I like VR. So if you donate thirty five hundred dollars to the channel PO Box one 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 one, we'll find out if I like VR. Don't waste it on him though. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Um, Next is notebooks. What are you gonna do with VR? All organized and everything. I'm saying, I'm supposed to do. But listen, am I supposed to? I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to look at my phone. Yeah, use your phone. Then if I look at my phone, then I need my glasses. Then I put my glasses oh, on. Lord. I don't want to do that. Well, God damn it. Come on, Jose. What did he do? He took Luca. Oh, y'all saw the draft, so you're doing this on camera. All right, Brian. I mean, what, what, where, am I, know, where am I supposed to do it, Hendo? Where else am I supposed to do it? I told you 15 <laughs> minutes. That's what I said to you. Can you let the people know what you got going on, Brody? How many minutes we've been here, Hendo? Can you let the people know what you got going and on, Chris, right? who was supposed to be here at the top of the hour? Top of the hour, Chris. Top anyway. of the morning to you. Anyway, anyway. Um, yeah, you can find me over on Lunch Break Hot Take every Wednesday evening, 7.15 p.m. We do the LBHT show. Follow that up with the overtime show for patrons. You can also find me on Monday nights at 9 p.m., over on Sip to Tally Films with Hendo, with Jose, with OTR Mike, with Chris, uh, doing the Ravens Roundup. On Tuesdays, you can find me over on Suge Knight 323, doing the Steel Conspiracy, which is a Ravens and Steelers show. Not sure why I'm on there. Whatever. That's fine. Uh, and then anytime there's a big-time boxing event, you can find us over on Ring Kings Podcast, streaming in the middle of the night for yes, no good reason. Yes, it was. But it's a lot of fun. You should go over there Lovely. and subscribe. Yes, indeed. Let's get them to a thousand subscribers. Um, speaking of other channels, I I myself have another channel. 
and I think that I may release it tomorrow. It's kind of like a trivia. It's a trivia type channel. I have a couple of videos out, and it's not like that type of trivia. So if you are into Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones, it's a Game of Thrones-ish type show, and it's a guessing game. So I think I'm going to launch it tomorrow, possibly. I'm not for certain as of yet, but we will see. Um, also, you can find me, like he said, tomorrow night, Sip to Tally, Coach Evans. You can also find me on Tuesday evenings at 8 p.m. with my man, Mr. Galloway, on Electric Relaxation with Mr. Galloway, talking all things hip-hop, especially old-school hip-hop, because we don't care nothing about what these young kids got to say today. And I'm not just going to – I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to hold you. Like, we just don't really care because I don't understand what blah, 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 means. I don't understand. I really don't. And Chris, listen, if Brody wants to sit here with you and y'all want to do two hours, I will gladly give the controls over to one of you gentlemen. And I will do what I got to do. Because screw you guys, I'm going home. Oh, so, not sure. All right, I got Anthony Edwards. And on that note, we are out. Appreciate y'all.